You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie Back. All right, welcome to the Feedback Podcast, everybody. Uh, my name is Back. Uh, not Happy New Year. Well, fuck it, it's February. You can still say it. No, nah, I won't do it. I'm not going to say it. No. No? Past June. I-, I haven't seen you. Have I seen you this year yet? You see me this year. Oh, okay. Yes, you have. You saw me at the parlor room. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, I hope it's going great. <laughs> it's going all right. It's going all right. How's your, how's your year? Yeah, I'm all right. I'm, I'm good. I'm right. good. Anyway, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is episode 242. A uh, couple of announcements. Make sure you go back to the archives. I've had some really funny ass people. Simply Courtney was on. Uh, Zach Silverman was on. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on. So uh, go to wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm on there. Tell your friends. Uh, go to YouTube page. The episodes are there. I'm a little behind still, but just go check it out. YouTube.com slash the feedback. Uh, what else did I want to say? Oh, I am in Instagram jail. No. Yeah. What'd yeah. you do? Nothing. That's not. No, no, seriously. I, you know what? Well, before I get into this, I want to introduce my guest. That'd be the least I can do. <laughs> it's been a minute, man. I know. I got the very funny Pat Bernard in the house. Second timer on this podcast. Thank you for coming, man. I appreciate it. On this beautiful that. Saturday afternoon yeah, after the snowpocalypse fake thing we just had. Icepocalypse. Uh, I, I, I get it. I get the whole, oh, we need to be prepared and blah, blah, blah. But come on. I think winter in Texas is usually an isolated, like, like last year it was a week, but this year it was three days. Like there's only so I, much winter. They were so dramatic about it. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah, make sure the grid is holds up. And yeah. the governor came out, did a news conference. And I'm like, look, man, it's not that bad. I know I got PTSD from last year. Yeah. And I, I, I respect that. But come on, there's... Three ice cubes on the ground. Maybe a little yeah. more, and then people freak out. The whole city shuts down. Melted. You know what I found out? You cannot put ice on the roads. You cannot de-ice the roads with salt. In you can't? In Texas because of the uh, the aquifer, because of the water. Can't let the salt go on. So, that the so what do you do? Brine. Sand? Brine. Well, so what do you do? You don't use salt. You use brine. What's brine? It's, I guess, a substitute for salt if you want to de-ice roads. Would uh, sand do it? I don't know if sand would de-ice something. Sand doesn't have, sand doesn't like collect liquid. Sand is like it kind of, like salt soaks in liquid. I think sand like keeps it out. That's why like beaches. Well, I just thought you can drive on it. I sound dumb as fuck right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how salt works. I, I, I don't know. I, it. Okay, so then why is it that it's a, it's only on overpasses and bridges and not on regular roads? Hmm. You heard about that, right? Yeah. Like, say, be well, careful no, on overpasses. It. Like, the higher you go, but a bridge over a highway yeah, is not and higher. Yeah, you those signs, bridge may be icy. Yeah. As opposed to why like, just the just bridges, the road. Not just the road. It's definitely having to do with... Mr. Scientist, go ahead. Mr. Scientist, I don't. You I shouldn't open you, my mouth about. I heard from Brian, a guy I never, about Brian and Salt. <laughs> I didn't hear from anyone about bridges. When I have that conversation, I'll have an answer for you. I want to know. I could guess. I don't want to Google it. Something with the air underneath the bridge that there's cold air underneath the bridge, whereas the ground is like a consistent temperature. Oh, that makes sense. It does. I don't know. I'm a scientist. No, no, it, it, shit. <laughs> he just found out like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's air under a bridge. That's exactly why. That's one difference I see. <laughs> this is going to be a long podcast, y'all. 
Because when, when Pat and I get going, that's it's always a long conversation. But anyway, yeah, I am in IG jail. Okay. I I posted the first post I put up was a story, and I just had the Senegalese flag on it and said, "Go Lions." It was just your story. Yeah, my story. Okay. It just said, "Go Lions." Mm-hmm. Lions of Senegal. If you watch soccer, and go Lions. We're in the we're in the finals. Mm-hmm. And then it went. Uh, no, you thought the the content was removed because it doesn't follow guidelines. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. And I tried again. I'm like, let me just put the Senegalese flag. And again, it said the content was removed. And I try. I'm like, I didn't say. Oh, it was hashtag can 2022. I'm like, yeah. maybe the hashtag is is oh, but even so, it was a suggested hashtag right. because you start typing because yeah. it's called can 2022 for the African Cup. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And I go and try and comment on things. Oh, well, try again later. I, I try to, um, I could post, but I couldn't put a caption on my post. Right. It, it said, no, you can't at this time. Try again later. Yeah. And I Googled all kinds of things. Am I, did I, did someone flag me? Did I get, you need to reinstall Instagram. You need to delete the, the website on your profile. Or see if you logged in somewhere else, try on another device, try on the web browser. Nothing. So I can't do shit. And you think it was related to just you supporting Senegal? Senegal? I thought so I thought at first. But I can't I still can't do anything. And it's been what almost a week now? I live. It's Instagram. Yeah. It sucks. You'll live. It's something to consider though, why you would be put into who would flag me? First place. Not because like the guidelines said, like if when you Google it, it says, are you being too active? So almost like you're you're liking and commenting too much. Mm-hmm. Or you're you you have links on your stories too much. Like you're telling people to click on something and, right, it, and right. it feels spammy. Yeah. So now they put they say, No, you can't do that anymore. Yeah. And so you can actually enable some kind of security things on your account when you say you get double, like two-factor uh, authentication with your phone, and check your, and then verify your email, verify your phone number, send you a code. You right. do all those things. Yeah, nothing. Wow. Well, you will be let out of Instagram jail eventually. From what I read, it's like it's a matter of days or weeks. Some people have been there months for months. For months. Months. Gulag, dude. Yo, I don't know how I'll be, I'll survive without Instagram. But now I feel even creepier because I can't post anything. I can just look at shit and like. That's all I can do. You can just creep. Yeah, just to let you creep. That, that's what I've been doing. And anyway, but I'd like to say something <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> like, congratulations, you got engaged. But now I got to text the fucker. Yeah, I think this is a great opportunity for clout when you get out. You know, you could stand up for other people who have been wrongly jailed. Sort of do a it, like it, a justice act, but it's like at least before I had the option of saying something or not saying anything. Mm-hmm. Now I can just not say anything about anything on there. I can't comment. I can't. What a life, man! <laughs> yeah. Well, good luck to Senegal. <laughs> yes, hopefully I hope. that doesn't get censored. I hope so. For supporting. I hope Senegal. so. I hope so, man. It. Yeah, I'll live. I'll live. I'll be fine. I'll be I fine. wish I had the, uh, I don't know what it would take for me. I don't know if I have the stones to get myself an Instagram jail, you know? What would you post that would be like, oh, no, oh, sorry, I, Pat I Bernard. it's very easy to understand what you could post to get jailed, 
you know. Okay, if you, uh, I mean, like Amer- extreme. Yeah, 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 we could go like extremes. a decapitation picture. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. like an ISIS video that would probably get you. No more of this. This feels yeah. spammy. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't follow all guidelines. Right. Or sh- share false information about COVID. Maybe Facebook be like, uh, That's true. Yeah. They'll, they'll get you for that. Yeah. So you should look at the guidelines first and then sort of go from there. See what it's telling but nobody you. But re- nobody reads those until they get caught. Guidelines. Exactly. Yeah. Do yeah. you read the user agreement before I don't, downloading I don't read anything? American laws. <laughs> and I should read those. That'd be before very helpful. Happens. Yeah. You're selling your soul. You should know about it. That's why eventually. <laughs> This is going to come back and bite me if I actually agree to this. But no, I really, really want his antivirus you just gotta, software. Yeah, you just got to jump into the uh, social media pool blindly. But now people won't know if when new episodes out. That's what. That's all it is. New episodes of the Feedback Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all. Well, actually, no, I could just post it and not add a caption to it. But it's like. Will Instagram take a post down if it has too much text in the picture? You could just put your own caption at the bottom of the... You could just meme your own... Yeah, post. yeah, that's that, that's probably what I'll do. Okay. Like, I, I actually posted, hey, here's the post with my Senegalese flag, mm-hmm. and here's Instagram's response. I asked just to post. I couldn't caption it or anything. Mm-hmm. And I had in there, yeah, I'm in jail right now, so wow. I'll, I'll be back soon. And that's, that's how I'm going to interact now. Okay. I won't say anything. I'll just talk in pictures. <laughs> <laughs> That's the world we live in, folks. That's how we talk. We talk in pictures. Anyway, uh, I wanted to address something. Uh, I'm glad you're here about what happened to Romo. Mm-hmm. And I saw the, the you saw what happened. They they sh- they shut down all the mics. Right. Did you know about it beforehand, or did you? yeah, I knew that was gonna happen. I mean, we knew it was a concern for a minute. Oh yeah, so that, was that issue. So the shutting down of the mics. It had very little to intersect with why they actually got our conversation. Oh, okay. Like the mics got shut down for a different reason than the conversation that we had. Like the conversation that we had was very relevant and very important uh, to the staff and like the continuation of the mics. But the thing that got it shut it down was kind of a different, different animal that brought it down. So can you say what it was for those who don't know? Yeah, there's not going to be a Roma room in the brass tap anymore. Oh, at all? Not even shows? Right. Or just not mics? Right. Which yeah, one? Nothing. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, the, it's currently like the sticker is still there as of February 4th, 2022. Uh, and like the stage is still there and whatnot. But yeah, I mean, that's the future of it is that it won't be there. Oh, fuck. I thought it was just about the mics, but we still kept the weekend shows. And damn it. Yeah. Man, okay. Let me say this. If, if you were, cause I mean, the, they were whoever, I don't know who wrote the, the note, but it said, Hey, you know, we tried. Oh, I can. Yeah. Not me. No, okay. <laughs> no. Very proud of that, by the way. Yeah. 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 yeah good for you. <laughs> you left before the, the, the ship sank, but it's like, you know, comics just not respecting the space, at least that's what I got out of it. Yeah, like hey, they're showing up late or not even showing up yeah. or asking to do or bumping people mm-hmm. or you know, I mean, at the time it was um, like br- they were bringing the old drinks into a bar, which is fucking ludicrous. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 the few fucking it up for everybody, yeah, knowing that you know, Romo was the place where 
you had mics pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Now, whether there were audience there or not, I think it was con- it was consistent. And then from what I saw, and that's probably a tribute to you, is that the last month or so had some pretty successful nights. Yeah. Just shows, show-wise. Got you. Right? Because you were doing the programming for that. Yeah, for the shows. Right. Mm-hmm. But then to go from that to comments just taking it for granted and fucking it up, that I can't. I, that pissed me off, honestly. What, what pissed you off? That the comics were doing it or that? The, the few, that? every time the few fuck it up for everybody, I'm like, that's yeah, not. Yeah, that's okay. That's true about everything. Yeah. That but the few will fuck it up for everyone. As far as like the open mic narrative being that the comics are the reason that it got knocked down, I'm going to say that that has some less than truthfulness to it. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. What was we, it? Uh, yeah, so our conversation that we had was like the staff is mad because people did do that. Yeah. People did bring in outside alcohol. People did like pour their own beers from the bar. Like people were being assholes. You can say it. Yeah. yeah people were, I was going to say disrespectful, but yeah. No, they're assholes. assholes. I'm sorry. If you, it's not your bar. You can't do yeah, that yeah. shit. I uh, agreed. Uh, to say that, like, oh man, the comics acting this way is the reason that it got, like, all these comics were bad is the reason that it, it stopped. Is not 100% true. It got stopped just because the brass tap said we're not doing Romo anymore. Oh, okay. The brass tap said we're not doing this anymore. And so all the functions of Romo were then ceased. And I think another conversation that I was not a part of happened, which I feel poorly speaking about conversations I weren't a part of. Mm-hmm. But clearly another conversation happened where it was, can we continue the mics rather than the shows? And brass tap was like, no, Romo's out for all things. And another thing. Those mics that you guys ran, and then I think that the Brass Tap talked all their shit mm-hmm. about open mics, and then that became the narrative that was posted. I think it was probably the last conversation the poster had before they posted. Oh, okay. So I think it was just fresh. But I mean, having an open mic gym is saying, I'm going to have a fish tank, mm-hmm. right? And if you're the one who owns the fish tank, you also have to be the one that has like the cleaning supplies and like the little devices or well, whatever the, the metaphor can get lost on anybody. Right. But you have to clean the tank and like maintain the tank. You cannot say after not maintaining the tank that, Oh my goodness, look how dirty the fish made the fish tank. It's the fish's fault it's that it's so dirty and we can't have it anymore because the fish is so dirty. Mm-hmm. You, the, every, anyone who runs an open mic gym should just know that. But that's how that works. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I had a good understanding of that. And so conversation with Brass Tap led me to put uh, language on the open mic sign up that was like no outside food, uh, no outside alcohol. And I put up signs in the room that said no outside alcohol. And I would have put up another sign if Brass Tap was like, thanks for doing that. But here's the next thing. Mm-hmm. But I was I left the project before that next conversation ever happened. So like... I think I did an okay job of maintaining the fish tank. I think I picked okay people to host the open mics. And like, Mm -hmm. are you going to control open mic comedians to come on time to the mic and stay till the end? No. And that's honestly a con. That's actually a, a, a comment to the city as a whole for having so many damn mics and so many opportunities. Right. Uh, last Tuesday, uh, which was in January, uh, I went to five open mics on a Tuesday, and not one of them was Romo. So 
So like it's I think that the gym being there, the, the Romo room open like gym being there mm-hmm. while, you know, people can say whatever about the quality of the mic, which it's, it's stage time. Audience is a different than bring your own audience. If it's such right, a right, right, right. I, it forced everyone else to either, this is a hard one to say, but it's go like, ahead, go ahead. if people look at something and they're like, Oh, that's like shitty. I want to do something better then that thing that was shitty deserves a lot of credit for ever existing because it, it pushed right, someone right. else to see it yep, and yep. go, I'm going to make something that. else that's like better. And so you should actually be thankful for the thing that you want to be better than. Uh, and I think that the Roman room open mics kind of did that. I don't think it was everyone's full motivation to get mics and do stuff. Surely knowing that there was a place that ran mo- open mics every day, made some people decide, well, I'm going to run an open mic or I'm going to try to get an open mic at a venue elsewhere. Like we'll say it a thousand times in this podcast and the rest of our lives, but it's the rising tides move all boats upwards. So like the fact that that thing was even there mm-hmm. helped the community. You can't say it hurted it. You can't. It, it may have improved it by 1%. It may have improved it by 50%, but it improved it even by a little. Mm-hmm. And it sucks that the mics aren't happening every day. Uh, there's a good chance that open mics will happen in the back of the brass tap again, like starting in March. Okay. Uh, the frequency is not going to be every day or twice a day, mm-hmm. but there will be mics going on in the space. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing because mics are how places get better. I feel like every place that has shows dessert like should be like given a lot of credit for having open mics because the open mic kind of lowers the perception of the place mm-hmm. unfortunately because it's not the quality on stage. There's people going up and trying things and like the general energy is not a show or like what we're all working for. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those places deserve a lot of credit because it's the contribution to the actual thing. Like you could put on a show and it's like this person's great. This person's from Los Angeles, blase, blase. Oh, this person's been working in Austin for eight years. And you put them on a show where you'd sell tickets for that same place to go. Well, we're also going to put on open mics is there's a lot of uh, credit that should be given because, yeah, it just hurts their own reputation as a whole. But it improves the comedy and it improves comedians. Ditto. I mean, I, I agree. I agree with everything you just said. I yeah. it, I think that it, it's becoming more decentralized in the sense that um, we had, I mean, we for we had comedy clubs, right? Sunset Tri- Strip, Vulcan, Vel, uh, Velveeta Room, Romo. And now it's like everybody's trying to find their own pockets. Be like, oh, you know what? I'm going I'm to start doing shows at this spot. Mm-hmm. And it's run by fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, always a, a comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I see what McDuffie's doing, you know, in uh, Round Rock. Is it Round Rock for the Bill? Anyway. Uh, it's Round Rock. Round Rock, yeah. Uh, you know, Daniel, Daniel Gonzalez started a thing over at the Stone Brewery up north. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, you don't need to drive all the way down the creek to, to get stage time. It, it's more of a, yeah, there's pockets everywhere, but it's whatever works for you. 
And for the long, for a long time, Romo was that spot for people who who live up here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that's what it came down to. Like, okay, you were not well, somewhat guaranteed a spot, at least a place to to work out stuff without having to drive up and down thirty five. And that was that was always a plus. And I and I mean, at this point, it's not gonna. There's no stopping it. it everybody's going to do their own thing. Austin is big enough. It's not even Austin no more. It's Austin. It's Temple. It's Taylor. It's you know, uh, was uh, Lockhart. I heard about something going on Lockhart. I'm like, I've never been to Lockhart in my Where's life. Where's Lockhart? You take 183 all the way down past 71. <laughs> I never okay. been there in 23 yeah. years in Texas. I never cared to go to Lockhart, wow. but apparently there's two things. There's the one of the barbecue joints. Um, what's that barbecue's place on Barton Springs that everybody talks about? Uh, Terry Blacks. Blacks. Yeah, Blacks is down there, and then apparently there's a show down there. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now you want to drive all the way to Lockhart for a show? <laughs> I don't know. But it, 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 it's it's fine. It, it's it's grown so fast, and uh, that there's a be a place for everybody. And if if Romo is not is not part of it in the future, it has its place. It had its place. I agree. It definitely, I agree. Help things, help people. Uh, so I can't I can't shit on it. It's sad, but you know it is what it is, and you can't just dismiss what Romo brought to the Austin community. That's it. I'm damn sure you can't tell this story without having to mention it. Yeah, damn sure. So shout out to uh, shout out to Rob. Yes. Shout out to uh, Romo Senior. Shout out to Lewis too for at yeah. Brestat for letting that happen and uh, and and tolerating that for so long. <laughs> but it was cool. It, it was it was fine. It was fine. It was fine. Um, but I'm glad to see you back out. Thank you. I mean, I was I I know I've been bothered about it. It's like, come on, man, when are you coming back? Because you took a break during the summer. So, yeah, yeah, uh, break. I feel like it wasn't a good, I, yeah, I just didn't feel funny. I felt like that the production should overtake my time when it comes to what I did with comedy. Right. I'm glad that I did that. Uh, like you have to feel funny. Yeah, dude. Like, don't you? You are or you're not? Yeah, you are, you're not, but like there's something mentally there too that like you're gonna get up on a stage, you're gonna talk about some things, you're gonna create some tension. You can not be ready. And just go up and do poorly. Sure. As long as you're doing it. But you should feel That's a funny. Point. You could be like, Oh, I'm not ready because I I haven't written in a while. Mm-hmm. Or but that doesn't mean I mean, again, this is what I've learned <laughs> in okay. the past couple of years that you can't tell someone how to feel. Right. But I um being funny is to me at least is you are or you're not. And it's other people tell you that you're funny. Right. Or people show you appreciate you for being funny. Mm-hmm. Don't walk up and be like, oh I feel funny today. <laughs> oh my elbow itches. I feel funny today. <laughs> Isn't it the same thing as like saying you feel good, like or like you, you like for like a sport or like if you're going to play soccer, it's like you're either in form or you're feeling good or you're not. Like right, but it, I think it, if if you turn it in terms of are you ready to play this game, yeah, or are you prepared, right, for this match, whatever that is, that's that's kind of a twist on it. 
to where, yeah, I've been doing this. Like, I, I know what to do, but I, I don't, it's a little feeling like you don't feel prepared, but funny is, maybe I'm just, I don't know. Well, from my perspective, I was consuming so much open mic comedy. Oh, yeah. That, that was the- myself. <laughs> You're depressed. <laughs> and like trying to book shows and stuff off of watching open mics. Yeah, I was depressed. Do you remember buying me a drink after that one? Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that was awesome. That's when I was like, you know what, man? I think it's you have to pick. You can't be a full time producer and also be a full time. That is tough. That that is tough to do. And I I applaud people who try to do both, but eventually, you pick a lane. I mean, look at what Kate did. Uh, Kate Laurie, she's like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick to producing shows, and she's great at it. Uh, Brandon. Over at Big Laugh, that's what it did at first too. It's like I, I was doing stage, and now I've, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'd rather be a background guy and make shit happen, and then look at him now. Yeah. So, I think being a person who used to do stand up and then went into production, or being someone who has done stand up and, and going to production, mm-hmm. you like. For me, it felt kind of easy, and it was like kind of easy to like grind out all the work necessary to like get the show going. Right. Because working for comedy or like, like working on your standup is like kind of this like medial, like tedious thing. Mm -hmm. You have to address it every day and you can only write for so long and going to mics as you go and you're there for two hours, for four minutes and all this stuff. But when you're producing, it's like there's total freedom. Like you could, if you want to make the poster, you can make the poster. You don't have to wait for a list to drop. You don't have to it's like all your, this other yeah. stuff. So like, yeah, I found producing to be easy compared to stand up because I knew what I was doing when I was working. I was providing a space for comedy for stand up, which is a very beautiful thing for anyone who takes their own stand up or their own comedy career and just lets it wash away and then focuses on propping everyone else up. Yeah, fucking round of applause because. That's tough to drop it. Yeah, and and so you pick the hardest way. <laughs> yeah, and all power to you. And and you know what? I I did. Have you done a show since you've been back? I am booked uh, twice for no is the answer. Okay, but caveat: uh-huh. I've been booked twice for the month of February. I'm doing uh, Cas Moreno, Josh Castro so, show uh-huh. on February nineteenth. Okay. And then I'm also doing the Alden Schaub Indian Roller Show on the last Thursday. Of oh, month. that's a good room. Yeah. Yeah. I did that uh, in, in November. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I've never been, but. Uh, to 10 minutes? There. Yeah. You like said like 7, 10. So. Yeah. It's, an, it's a nice, it's a nice Fuck room. Yeah. 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 I did that once. And I did a, uh, so the last time I was on stage was the mid-December out in, at a brewery in San Marcos. Mm-hmm. That uh, Jack Schultz put together. Shootsy. Shootsy? Jack Shootsy. You never corrected me. Jack is a nice fella. He, he did is. his first stand up at, he was at the brass tap just having a meal. And the host went out and like told him that there was a mic in the back. Uh-huh. He's like, I want to try stand up. He went and tried stand up for the first time at the Romo Room and is now this meteor, unstoppable ball of fire. Jack, <laughs> Jack Shootsy. Wow. He now runs a show in San Marcos. He's talking about like working with like 
he he's got art friends now. Jack, I think, is even graduated from. Uh, he's he's talking about putting a show on in a gallery and supporting the, other artists. Yes. So he gave me a tour of the brewery. He said that's my, my wife's friend, whatever that built the place, something like that. And then he he gave me a tour. He went upstairs and he showed me this mezzanine. And he'd be like, "Can you imagine shows in here, man? What have we, like we can look over all the machines and stuff, and then we have." Like speakers are over here. Actually, we don't even need speakers. We just like do it right there. No, just one mic. Who cares? I'm like, yo, you have a vision, dude. Yeah. Because I was, I was, I was concerned one because it, one, it was 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I never done 15 <laughs> minutes. Uh, and two, he was at a brewery in San Marcos. So I'm like, can I do my nigga jokes? <laughs> what? And he was like, no, they're gonna love it. I promise you, they're gonna <laughs> love it. I'm like, you realize, like, you, you booked uh, who who was on the bill? There was uh, Ridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christina, um, uh, Francisco was on. No, no, Francisco was on bef- uh, another night, and then he did his clean stuff. I'm like, since when Francisco does clean? <laughs> but whatever. And like, no, he wanted him to do what he does. Yeah, and it actually worked out. Right. They were, they were, they were loving it. Uh, and uh, so, shout out to Shootsy. <laughs> I didn't know it was Shootsy. Shootsy. Well, I you are someone with a weird name. You need to have respect for other people. I do. Names I, I'm all for weird names. Okay. I'm all for weird names and uh, and owning it. But correct people if people say it wrong. It's back. Yes, not Bach. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but so I haven't been on since. Oh, wow. And so this is mid-December. So we're coming up on a couple months almost in a week. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm getting this. Oh, fuck. I can't, it is going to, it's um, like, I'm starting over again. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's what happened last year. Cause usually I don't, not that I like um, take January off on purpose, mm-hmm. but I'm always like, yeah, I'm trying to get my shit together. You know, I just bought this house. I'm trying to get this yeah, house together. I'm like, I, I got, I got a lot of priorities right? and I don't need to be running up and down 35 trying to go to the mics. But at the same time, I'm like, but fuck, I don't want to be, uh, one, I don't want to be left out yeah. in a way because I see people grinding. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went, last week, I went over to Creek, uh, Sean Patton was in town and uh, I got, you know, I saw a bunch of people that I didn't see in a while and I'm, I look at, again, I'm a creep on Instagram now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, so-and-so is booked on this show. I'm like, holy shit, that's dope. I'm happy for them. Yeah. I'm like, man, I, I I would love to do that show. I would love to do that. But, you know, I, at some point I got to pick a lane. I don't know when that's going to come, but we'll see. But that first time you don't want to be there when I get back home. I don't want to be there. No. It's going to be horrible. I'll be there to record your set and we could talk about, we could share notes. You wouldn't want that? You want to be alone for your first? You yeah. Be, yeah. Just have I, 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 I will not feel funny. <laughs> I would not feel prepared at all. But Dude, I think that's so great to see that so many people are getting booked now because it's all credit to them for grinding it out, but it's like a lot of credit to the process as well, mm-hmm. like to the thing of like going until you feel informed. That's what's a little daunting, especially when I wasn't doing it, is because I knew how much I had to work and how long it would be before I felt like truly confident again. Mm-hmm. Like it's like about five months of going all the time 
until I'm like, yeah, you can put me up for 10 minutes and I'll do, you know, at the worst mediocre. Right. And like that confidence only comes from the time and the grinding it out. And, and there's so many comedians who necessarily didn't start at their own room, but I saw at their own room when they moved into town, Mm -hmm. I was like, yikes. But fast forward five months, I was busy, my head down producing shows. I look up and they are good. Yeah. So it's it, it, it's a it's a grind. It, yeah. it really is. And but the the equation for me is priority. How old are you? I'll be forty in a month, man. Okay. And I got shit going on. Yeah. And so uh, I, I mean, I I joke about it all the time. Every time I have somebody on the podcast, like. I haven't had anybody my age. Yeah. It's all been younger. Yeah, 21, 23, 24, right. 30. Yeah. And and I get it. Um it it's just that um I don't know, we'll see where it takes me. Yeah, dude. I'm not I'm not I'm not I don't want to stress over it. I'll put it that way. Good. You shouldn't. I, I don't. Yeah, I, that's I feel the recipe for I feel disaster. good and at, at a minimum and I've always said this and if this is your first time listening and trying to get to know me I'm a fan of comedy first okay. before being a comedian. Okay. And even calling myself a comedian is like, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm funny. People take that back. I've booked you. Yes, you have. Yes, You're on you the have. Best of show, dude. Huh? You were on a show with Hans Kim and Francisco and Michael Burnett. The OG one? No, the, the best of. Oh yeah. The best of. That's right. Yeah, dude. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and to me, it's more of a, like, I look at people, I, I watch people on stage, whether it's a show or an open mic, and I'm like, I know I'm funnier than that. <laughs> Seriously. Right. That happens. I mean, I, I'm sure everybody has that moment when you're like, not like, why him, not me? Because mm-hmm. I can still be happy for that person on stage. Yeah. And you're like, yo, I recognize that this is not easy. I get the, the craft, and you got to get out there. You got to try shit. I, I respect all that. And anybody has the balls to do it will have my respect no matter who the fuck you are. Yeah. And if it's not funny to me, it could be funny to someone else. But whatever. I, I, I respect that. But I, I, I don't sit here and think, I know what funny is, but I I do have this, oh, yeah, I saw that one coming. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah, that was easy. Right. That's, that's not a, uh, that's not a, to me, that's not a punchline. That's just, yeah, you did. You said something everybody likes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So yeah. I, I analyze it on a different level because I'm such a nerd about it, and and um and I've talked to so many comics, professional and non-professional, yeah. that I'm like, I what non-professional. I don't want to say amateur because that's that's oh, most people. Shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it, it it's still interesting to to watch and. And analyze like I saw. So when Sean was here last week, I, I went and saw him on Friday, and he's he was pre- preparing for his hour. He just taped in New Orleans like oh, this yeah. past weekend, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw him on Friday, and I came back on Saturday, and I was talking to him afterwards, and I was like, "Yo, this is solid." And I said, "I did notice the difference between Friday set and a Saturday set. Like there are things that he's." said on Saturday that he didn't say Friday. And he's like, oh, I'm glad you noticed that. And I'm like, yeah, this type of, this type of shit I pay attention to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, haha, all day, because it's funny. Mm-hmm. But it, it's when you're such a nerd about it, 
yeah. that you you actually pay attention to the craft itself. Yeah. It's a different type of funny. It is so beautiful to see someone who's very skilled go out more than once in a weekend. Like just because you can consume the differences and it's not even like a difficult thing to figure out. Yeah. Like why were they changing it? Why are they doing different things? Why are they switching it up? Like, I just wonder what happens in that moment when you just like, yeah, I'm used to telling this story this way, but I'm mm-hmm. going to add these five lines. Yeah, it is. Just because. Yeah, but I feel like that's also being like asking a painter, why'd you paint it this way? He's like, I don't know. I just you know, did it. Like, right. No, intuitive. I, exactly. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I don't think it's planned. Right. I think it just comes out. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, you know, hit or miss. Yeah. And then you keep going with the rest of your stuff. But it when it feels like you're when you see it both ways and it still feels effortless. Yeah. That's where you're like, oh shit, yeah, that's that's twenty years. Twenty years doing this shit. Yeah. It, and it's incredible to watch. So and again, so I'm 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 a fan first. So if if down the road I end up just And you'll always be a fan. No, no, that's not gonna change. Right. That's not, I'm, I'm talking about if it comes down to, oh shit, I got way bigger things to deal with and I'll just stick to the podcast. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll, I'll go up whenever I go up or whatever, but uh, it, it's at some point I'm going to have to pick a lane because I'm taking yeah. on a lot of shit right now. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. 2022. Here we go. You just got to have your goals for it. That's everything. You just got to have your goals before you start. You just got to know where your finish line is and yeah, from there. I mean, you could like it, uh, I guess. But yeah, I think you should have the end in mind before you start any of these deals. Where are you going to be? Where do you want to be? I'm going to win the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. All right. That's the bar. <laughs> That's the bar. I mean, John Stewart, Dave Chappelle. <clears throat> yeah. It's there. It exists. Yeah, it does. They give it out every year, so it's not like I have to... One, one day, Pat Bernard. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to smile and and make you feel like I'm talking shit right now. That's fine <laughs> if you talk shit. Yeah, because it's not something that anyone can Thank stop you. me from thinking anyway. Exactly. Dreaming it's is the free. line from uh, "Dreaming is free." <laughs> right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so speech. So I could say whatever. Yeah, I'll put it. In, believe it. Nobody can tell you what to believe. Believe it. Yeah, and if it wasn't a ridiculous goal and people didn't laugh at it, then it wasn't a good goal to have. People didn't snicker. I had a lady the other day tell me my brother's going to play in the NBA. And I had to stop myself from, you know, giggling and saying, that's ridiculous. No, he's not. Mm -hmm. Because there is, there are people whose brothers are going to play in the NBA. And so if they believe it and they work at it, that hasn't been determined yet. Right. So so if that's their destination, I'm not going to benefit from their move anyway. I'm not going to benefit from the brother being in the NBA anyway. So what do I actually have to gain from judging it? Or I'm not going to help it. I'm not going to hurt it. So just hear him out and say, you know, bless up and good luck. Do, do you think that uh, your well, hard work regardless of what you're getting into, right? Yeah. But then at, it's either, okay, this is my goal. I'm going to make it happen no matter what. I mean, so, so for some people it happens when they're 14. Like, I'm going to be a painter. Or I'm going to be right. uh, I'm gonna be a comic. And I'm like, and I envy those people. I, I honestly do because I didn't have that at all. Mm-hmm. And, and, but then, I sound corny, but the universe pushes you in different ways and it feels like it's not even in your control anymore. Okay. So, like, you know, let's say 
you always wanted to, yeah, to, to play in the NBA. But uh, universe goes, nah, I'm going to break your leg. Or right. you're going to be too short. Or shit going to happen that you have no control over. Right. But yeah, you'll be a commentator for the NBA. Yeah. Is that, do you feel bad about that? Or you're like, that wasn't my goal at, at all. Or you end up doing something totally different. Like a yeah. real estate agent. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you and I think you can still end up happy, and I think you could still end up having a part of your original goal still in your life. Uh huh. But I think people bite their legs and get to the NBA all the time, and I think that that's just a lot of people around you telling you that I'm always just gonna I'm I'm just gonna spam positivity. And so like <laughs> yeah, there's, people who, there's people who break their legs and recover and are, they can make it to the NBA. Not just fine. It's like a lot of work, but I mean, I can, yeah, I can name a hundred players who I know like broke their legs and, and were able to rehab. And sometimes it was years before mm-hmm. they were back to being like playable in a game, like fitness, uh-huh. but they got there. You think there's a... uh, Uh, Getting shot in the head is probably the one. (laughs) Yeah, if you die before getting there, man. Yeah, that's a hard one to spread positivity on. You probably won't make the NBA if you get shot in the head. Probably not. Yeah. Until they can put your consciousness in someone else's body and you can play. But But uh, that's not you. What? That's not you. Me? Not you. I'm saying if you put your consciousness into someone else's body, Uh that's not you. That's the other person. That's you, that's your consciousness. You, no, you are the whole, you are everything. What do you, you mean? You are the sack of meat, and you are the brain, and you are the consciousness. No, no, but a sack of together. meat doesn't work without the consciousness and the brain. The consciousness doesn't work without the sack of meat back. Yeah, you can. No, it can't. You can still be a, if, if if they put your brain. Oh, now you give me like what the fuck? <laughs> You're an no, idiot. You give me that idiot. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why bridges get icy, but tell me. <laughs> I'm just talking here. So if if they were put in uh, a robot, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and you could still—it's your consciousness. That's that's still you. It doesn't the, the the form doesn't matter. That's some of you. That's not you. Okay, your dick is different, or your your color skin is different. You but who do you do? Cursing. Oh, shut up! It's my show. <laughs> my dick is different. <laughs> yeah. What? That's where I went. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, I'm saying, look. Like, you're every, like, like okay. Everything Robot. comes from your brain. Yes or no? Say like, again. you moving your hand right now, who, who's, who says that? I don't mean to do a math proof. I'm right not now, doing a math it's proof. It's I'm it's doing insane. logic, science shit, Mr. Scientist. <laughs> yeah, your brain is control of everything. So okay. So you yep. could make the case that, like, watching an athlete play, you're honestly just watching their brain operate say okay would you say if if uh steph curry mm-hmm. dies tomorrow mm-hmm. okay and god forbid and i don't know i don't want to wish that on anybody let alone i don't care for steph curry but still let's say steph curry dies tomorrow what you don't care for steph curry yeah i don't care but if he dies that sucks but i'm saying oh, you don't care i thought I you said I, you don't care for him in the way that like you don't care for like oj simpson or something no, I mean, I don't, I don't spend a second thinking about Steph Curry until just now. Okay. For the sake of this okay. argument. All right, I That's what I mean by that. Okay. That's what I don't care for. Him. All right. So is, Steph, that, is, that, is that proper English? So Steph is dead. Okay. Steph is dead. 
They take his brain sure. or his consciousness, like the Steph Curry, everything, his relationships, his skills, everything he's learned. All the knowledge he's acquired in his entire life is on this floppy, uh, floppy disk, floppy <laughs> on this USB. 40, you said? Goddamn, back? <laughs> on this, floppy disk. Uh, it's, it's in the cloud. I was, I was going right. to say USB card, but uh, okay, it's in the cloud for it's your generation, cloud. right? It's in the cloud. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to download this into somebody, a body. Yeah. Okay. Let's say that body is uh shorter okay maybe fatter okay let's say shorter and fatter sure you don't think that with with training and work hard the ethics that steph curry's brain had like you wouldn't be able to overcome that body and be steph curry again yes or no okay I don't mean to be trimming the argument, but Steph is a, his father was an NBA All Star, so like his body already had like I don't care for his father, like genetics that were okay, like set up, right? Okay, no, you don't think so? If you put if you put his knowledge or whatever into like any like you? ten year old, <laughs> like any like ten year old, okay, this this I limits. Into a ten-year-old? Yeah, because then he would have enough time to like develop and like actually get. Well, care. don't put it in Joe but, Biden's body, but yeah, exactly. But I'm saying if you put it into me, twenty-eight-year-old, play basketball like once every week, person. Uh huh. No, wouldn't work. No. Okay, so the only factor is the condition of that body. Dude, it's both. It's what? the driver and the car. I think. It, well, yeah. So it's the condition of the body. But given that you, it's a, okay to drive car doesn't mean that it can't become a race car later just because the driver is so fucking good. Can I rephrase that? Sure. Okay. You're not going to give it a shitty car is what I'm saying. Okay. If, you, if, if, you give, if you put Steph Curry's brain mm-hmm. into someone with leprosy, it's not going to happen. Right. 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 Yeah. So let's say it's just the average, hey, we have a body in stock. Here's a body. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now you work Steph Curry magic with that body, as in you're you're the consistency, the training, the exercising, all those things. Yeah. So that sometime later, here's Steph Curry again. Yeah. I bet that person would make the NBA, but they would never win an MVP or why Steph Curry? No, I'm, that's actually like a very big compliment to say that that person would still make it to the NBA. Would still make it. Yeah. But not, not, you said not win MVP? Yeah, they're not going to be elite, but they would still make it to the NBA. Is Steph Curry in there? Yeah. It's still not going to make it. Yeah, it's Steph Curry in there, but yeah, it's not. Okay, I'm saying that they'll make it, but they're not going to make it to the level. Oh, the, of the, like the, the old elite Steph level Curry. needs all the pieces. You could come up with some portion of the level if you switch bodies but if you really believed it just like you believe in mark twain the mark twain prize dreaming is free so this steph curry with this pudgy white body yeah (laughs) it it believes that i'm gonna be okay (laughs) 20 years old ladies and gentlemen look at that gut uh so steph curry and your body Mm -hmm. believe they're gonna make an nba nba mvp and really working hard at it. Yeah. And eventually it happens because it's Steph Curry in a 28-year-old body that is going to work up to be Steph Curry. Yeah. It's, still, it's think, not you. It's Steph Curry. What I'm trying to say. Damn it. <laughs> I'll 
was just going to say, because I want some of that action. I want a cut of the pie if that happens. I want my family to be compensated. Okay, so let me ask you this. Uh, favorite comic? Ever? Yeah. Richard Pryor and your body would never work. You're right. Because I would not... My body is not ready to uh, do all the... Like, be lit on fire. No. Or... Won't work. Uh... Fuck Marlon Brando. Yep. Yeah, I don't think nah, that that won't work. So th- th- there's there's a condition there. Yeah. In my Richard body, Pryor maybe fucked Marlon Brando. <laughs> what? Richard Pryor fucked Marlon Brando. That's a fact. Richard Pryor fucked Marlon Brando. Do you believe that, or you just, is that actually true? It is corroborated by Richard Pryor and also Richard Pryor's wife. Okay, good for him. Yeah. So good for everyone. <laughs> So offer you can't refuse. That's okay. Here's one: Jim Carrey dies. Mm-hmm. God forbid. And I care for Jim Carrey. Yeah, not like Steph Curry. So Jim Carrey dies, and then they put Jim Carrey's brain in your head, mm-hmm. in your body. Mm-hmm. Are you Jim Carrey? Can you pull off Jim Carrey with the body you got? <laughs> Probably. I feel like I have a lot of. I have fa- like a fresh, because he's a big impressionist, so I have a lot of muscles that haven't been used in my face. You'd have to work so at him. Like yeah, Jim Carrey would be able to do that. If you have like an elastic kind of rubbery kind of face, you can make all these grimaces he makes. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I think uh, because comedy is a little different than athletics, that if that person, because that's just his act at that point, he could just do his act. Right. I have an athletic enough body. I could do some of the things Jim Carrey does physically. Mm-hmm. And so he could still do his act and still like profit off of it and let people see that he's hilarious <laughs> that way. You know, I, I would love to see, uh, I mean, I think knows? we messed up using, I think we messed up using athletics. Yes. Because this body is, is a big part of it. If yeah. you're a chess player, nobody cares about your body shit. They, they have a computer play a human being. Yeah. And the computer won. Yeah, they, they don't do that anymore because the computer is just so, like, perfect and good. That there's don't? not even a need to have, like, like Magnus Carlsen is the number one chess player in the world. And they don't even bother letting him play a computer just because the computer is so advanced now. Well, if he died, they can put his brain into any dumbass. Yeah. And be like, hey, now you're the best chess player in the world. Wow. Just because it's all, it's a, it's a brain, quote unquote, sport. That would be a great game to get. That'd be a great movie. I mean, you're thinking more, bigger. I like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you take, oh, what, was his, what was his name again? The biggest chess player in the world. Is it Kasparov? I thought it was. Kasparov was, I feel like, who, who? I feel like you're aging yourself with the floppy disk again. Magnus, <laughs> Magnus Carlsen. Who's the guy who played Big, Big Blue? Swedish. No, I think you're right that that was the Kasparov. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Gary, I think it's Gary. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah, Gary Kasparov. Mm-hmm. He's the one who played the computer. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if he's still alive, but. Whatever, take his brain, put in a dumbass, somebody who's not doing anything with their lives, yeah, and make that a movie. Yeah. Here's what I'm saying. Yes, that so that per, that thing, that person would win the chess mm-hmm. championship, but that person is not Kasparov. Doesn't look like him. Right. Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, so I'm, I'm dying on the hill of, despite that we're not doing athletics anymore, I'm dying on the hill that you are your body and your brain. Okay. And that if you took your brain and put it into somebody else, that thing, that person could still accomplish stuff, but that's not you. 
You, yeah, you are. that's not even that's not even the per- that's not even the body. That's not even the mind. That's just like this malformed new thing. You call it something else. Do you watch Black Mirror? No. So there's an episode in there where this um, this girl, uh, her boyfriend, dies, mm-hmm. and he was very active on social media. And so there's a service that she signs up for where she could service goes, oh, we'll take everything your ex your boyfriend did on social media. It kind of built this An augment. Yeah, not this AI around his personality based on what he shared, his pictures, comments, and everything. So build a whole personality around your dead boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, Black right. Mirror, man. Yeah. And so at first it begins like she can call this number and really talk to him. It's his voice. Uh, and But she knows it's, it's not real. And then, uh, first, no, first it was text. And then voice. And then they're like, oh, here's an Android. And that's your boyfriend in there. Whoa. And it got to where, I mean, it got really creepy. It went downhill really quickly. Yeah. But if given the opportunity, they'd be like, hey, you know what? Pat Bernard does not, never dies. We'll just... Take your consciousness, like they do in Futurama. They put your head in the right, jar, yeah, yeah. and like you can still live, but you live through another vessel. Yeah, with your next one running for president. Yeah, with it's a giant really robot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would you do it? Okay, if you were able to like keep it, my original brain. Yeah, your body's decayed. Your body's gone. You can't recreate sucks, that. Yeah, that's the whole point. What sucks about this thing called human is that. The body, a time does fucks up your body. Right, that's all it is. Yeah. Well, the brain can too if you're like abuse things or yeah, make wrong, wrong decisions. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, this is just a vessel, and time goes. Fuck you. You're only gonna be here for a little bit, even though your brain could be kicking. Yeah. Fine, and then you're gone, and the body goes. I'm taking you with me. But if they go, if the the question is, just goes. Eh, I'm gonna stick around a little longer. You guys can go. Mm-hmm. Nah. Dick, legs, everything. <laughs> <laughs> would you do it? Yeah, you would, right? I wouldn't upload it. I wouldn't upload it. Where would it go? I wouldn't. No, I would just Futurama head and jar, where it's still like my original. Just the head, so it looks like you. Huh? It's got to, dude. Otherwise, it's not it's not bad, Bernard. Yeah, it would be a different. Yeah, I would interact with society different. People would view me differently. Like a lot of stuff is like calloused and cemented in my brain based on how I look. Okay, your head and consciousness, my body. Damn, that's a shit deal. You get the dick. <laughs> I get the dick. <laughs> what would I do? What would be the first thing I do? What would you do? Uh. Let's say it's, it is also not a, contact your son and apologize. I say I'm your real dad. You're half white, half black. No, I'm not going to call, <laughs> I'm not gonna call him that I'm his real dad. I'm just going to say I'm really sorry that your dad's body is going to be attached to me. I would apologize. Mm-hmm. You're like, you're not my daddy. <laughs> but I know. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you There's a like podcast, him. episode 242. Look it up. I'm the first repeat guest, and other than John Strider, Stringer, Stringer, we'll be on tomorrow, episode two forty three. <laughs> but yeah, I would just tell your son that I'm 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 sorry. 
Well, well, That'll be the that's the first thing, thing you I do. do. Mm-hmm. That's the second thing you do. Because who's invested? Who else is invested in your body? You're single. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who's invested in seeing your your person, but it, neck it's, down, walking around. It's a visual. Then you don't get my funny, my dance skills. Thank God. You your would want to do skills. that. Shit. <laughs> Okay, none of that. So people be like, "That's not back. This is bat." Yeah, mm, I like back better. <laughs> Some people will say that. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Some people will be really happy to see your face. Would your head be on my? What happens to my body in this situation? Oh, it's gone. What? <laughs> I'm in a robot somewhere. Oh damn it! And I'm crushing it. I would want to keep like a. Like what, a what would you want to keep? Just like a picture. I would carry a picture around. Of your body? Um, yeah, so it's my hat on your body, and I would just have a picture. I would have a picture of my body just to remember it by. Oh. You know, we've been through a lot. I feel like I wouldn't put your body through the same toil that I put my own body through. I would have a little more respect for it. Oh, because I don't. No? I do. What? Wait, your so. Your last two sentences were I do and I don't. <laughs> This is what happens when we talk about silly shit. <laughs> we stop ma- we're not making sense at all. Nah, yeah, I lost track of this conversation a while ago. And thanks for everyone for still tuning in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, this is what fans. happens when uh, Bad Night Talk. We're going to geek about comedy again. I don't care. <laughs> no, but my hat on your body, I would have a little more respect for it. I would treat it like the temple. That it That's what I wanted to hear. Was deserved to be treated as, you know, you're doing your best to kind of wear yourself down. But I would, I would try and put a cease to that. I would probably moisturize, maybe like go to a doctor or something. <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm, I'm, I'm overdue for, for a physical. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That is true. How I, are your eyes? Huh? My eyes are fucked up right now. Damn. I don't sleep. No, no I don't sleep. I do sleep. No, not that I don't sleep enough. So, yeah, I got to pick a lane. When doing way too much. This is what you got to look forward to, Pat. Yeah, it's really exciting. <laughs> look for, yeah. I'll be a homeowner, though, so that's something to be positive about. Yeah. Are you, are you looking? Are you going to? Is that another dream? Yeah, that's another goal is to be financially stable. So Mark Twain first or? Ooh, good question. <laughs> Mark Twain or the house? Nah, I probably feel like I need money first. Okay. Just because that's a respect and reputation thing. I can't be really big broke. Yeah, because you're asking to be on projects and stuff. And the only worthy projects that uh, like matter to legacy are like ones that are exclusive. Mm-hmm. And you're more likely to get exclusive things if you uh, control your perception and how people look at you. And so you have to have an air of arrogance about your finances and like that you're exclusive that you are not accessible that you're famous that you matter which is all fake but you just have to play that game to get the roles that have the backing and will get the notoriety necessary do you have projects you're working on outside of comedy right now i'm looking for a job that's a big, that's a big project. project. Yeah, that's, that's a big, that's project, that's right a big project. Yeah. Uh, no, but otherwise, I uh, will be making content and all that fun stuff here shortly. Are you shooting something or just like 
just do Instagram. Bits. No, I would, I would, I would shoot something. Yeah, I got a big old laptop in my. Or I shouldn't say that. I have a desktop now that has <laughs> Adobe Premiere. Oh, what? okay. <laughs> I didn't know what the computer was called. No, no, I the, called it a desktop. No, the, the desktop. Yeah. Yeah. They call it desktop. Yeah. So what you what'd you get on that desktop? Like scripts or what? Like Adobe Premiere, so like editing software. Yeah, I have scripts and stuff of things. Gonna do a short. What would you want the short to be about? I don't know you. I don't. What, I don't know. Okay. I'm just. I'm just asking you what you got. I. I really. I, I have no idea. Oh shit! I, and I didn't say I was gonna help you or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just well, asking yeah, okay, generally, yeah. like, hey, you have, you have shit on yeah, your so mind. This, th- so this month I'm doing stand up. Okay. And then we'll we'll sort it out from there. I'm also booked on Jack Schutze's show for March 10th. Nice. At the yeah. brewery? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Doing big things, man. Trying. Don't try. So Fucking that'll, do it. I know. So that'll happen and then all the other things. I have a Word document at home that has all these things planned out. I have that I'm going to win an Emmy. That one, I believe, a little less than the Mark Twain. Than the Mark Twain? Yeah, but... Again, it's worth shooting it's free. for. It's free. It's free. Dreaming is free. So is Google Drive. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I lost my subscription to Microsoft Office Suite. <laughs> so you had one? I had one from college, but I never even bothered to renew it. I mean, at this point, it's Google Docs and all that stuff. You don't need Microsoft. And they can open them. Yeah, but you need internet access to change up your Google Doc document. Oh, you don't have a. Yeah, you can't be uh, offline. You can be online to edit it. Your your phone plan is you have data plan. No, I'm saying to use Google Drive assets. Uh huh. You have to be connected to the internet. And your phone is not. I'm saying that's the difference between it and Microsoft Office Suite. I'm trying to go with the free option. Yeah. So the free option is Google. Mm-hmm. Any all that stuff, right? It's just free, yeah. Versus paying for a subscription for right. no, but I'm I, then I'm listing one of the downsides. Oh, okay, my bad. Got okay. it. Yeah, I'm good. Good. <laughs> Glad. <laughs> By the way, the product that we talked about that I wanted to do at Romo, mm-hmm. I think we should still do it. Okay. I don't know where now. No, it can happen at Romo at Brass Tap and on the big. Yeah. Well, okay, brush tap now. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I, I think it's still doable. I I would love I would love to do it. I we can't I can't say anything about it just yet. Oh, that's good. Huh? Yeah. What? That that, you can't say anything. About no, it. I don't I, I who asked me? Um, oh, that should have been my answer. Do you have any projects working on? I should have said I can't talk about it right now. That would have been a very mysterious. Well, nobody cool knows answer. what it is. Yeah. Still. You haven't given any. Well, I'll come back on the podcast and I'll I'll promote all the sketches in my YouTube channel and all the media. Now, now you I give made. it away. You said it was sketches and video content. Oh, I thought that was obvious from. Well, you you, you you already gave it away. You don't know what it is, but you know what kind of format. They don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Right. Oh damn it! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Wow, I got a I got a lot to learn. Can't talk about it until it's there. Wow. I've learned that lesson. Yeah. And then we're like, what's, what's the thing you've been talking about for five years? I'm like, ah, yeah, shit happens. But when you're like, yeah, we got we got something cooking, stay yeah. tuned. Stay tuned. Hopefully people stay tuned. And if they don't, and it happens, and it, 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 it's good to be like, yeah, I heard when they first talked about it the first time. And I was like, yo, I wonder what this thing is. And then it shows up. And you're like, ah. 
Yeah. Now I understand because anybody can do it. Yeah. It's one of those. Do you have people who listen to the podcast who will be like, oh, I love this story. And it's like two hours into the podcast. And you're like, wow, that means a lot. I don't know who listens to the podcast. You don't know who listens to the podcast? You just send it, set it and forget it. Yeah. I I don't say it and forget. I go back and listen. I do. Do you have like a... I have analytics. I have all that stuff. Subscribers and comments and all that. Um, I haven't checked in a while. Spotify doesn't do comments. Oh. Uh, iTunes does suppression of free speech. From Spotify, so, allowing comments. Mm, I, I, the, the, my thing is, I can't sit here and say that I don't care. Of course, you you put out content for people to watch it or consume it. However, right. Mm-hmm. But um, I genuinely, when I first started this podcast seven years ago, it was genuinely to talk to people. I know I sound like Rogan, but I yeah. I, I just, uh, um, even when we did it the first time, you and Rob, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I hadn't known you for barely a year. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I just want to talk to you. That's it. Right. I don't care if I get hundreds of downloads or whatever. It's out there. Mm-hmm. Feel free to use it. Feel free to share it. Feel free to. Oh yeah, I was on the feedback podcast once, right. and this is about this twice. is me. Okay, twice, maybe three times. You've if you, if you're nice, funny people on the podcast. It, Simply Courtney and Zach Silverman. <laughs> <laughs> That's who you're following. Be proud. Sorry, you couldn't be after Godfrey or John Stringer. Before John, before John Stringer, so you're. you're but I'm good. also after John Stringer because he's been on multiple times. Uh, the first time he came on was like 2019, 2018, or something like that. Yeah, I reposted it recently, but uh, anyway, I I just en- enjoy talking to people. That's it, and I never felt like you know talking to the people I talk to in the environment where they operate is conducive to a conversation. What I mean by that is. Talking to comics at mics or at shows, it's the environment doesn't feel right to me. Okay. Because, I mean, we've, every time that we've had conversations, like just the two of us, we had to be like, let's just go sit over there and talk. Right. Right. But if it's like before or after a show or at a mic, it's, it's, it's quick and it's, especially with comics when they just want to be funny and you don't really, you don't really get to know them. But, from my perspective, it's always been about, yeah, I just, uh, just like to get to know folks. And then like folks to get to know me. That's it. I, I show my face every once in a while. And then people are like, oh, yeah, that's, that's back. What's up? Oh, what's up? Cool. Yeah. I know you more than, hey, your name is blah. That's it. So, uh, yeah, I could spend, you know, the time to get the you know, get the sponsors and do marketing and put out content. People don't even know my face. It's uh, you're the feedback podcast guy. Yeah, it's in the name, stupid. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't get, if you don't know me, you don't get this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, I, I I always felt like yeah, I just like to talk to people, get to know them. Whoop de do. Now you know who I am. Now I know more who you are, mm-hmm. and keep it moving. Would you be interested in doing like the? sponsorship shit or do you feel like that'll just come if it comes you're not really i let put it this way i haven't actively uh pursued it i did yeah. uh a while about a about four years ago 
it wasn't a sponsor. It was well, it was it was like a friend of mine, uh, the uh, slab barbecue. Uh, shout out to protege and uh, and Raf. They're like, hey, you know, mention the podcast and tell people to show up, and we have a, like a promo code that they can use when they show up at the restaurant. And, you know, based on that, we'll give you a kickback. And I'm like, sure. But I didn't know what the numbers were at the time. And I'm like, I'll just, I would just uh, mention Slab because I love Slab. Yeah. And not really trying to make money out of it. Mm -hmm. That sounds kind of stupid. No, it doesn't. But I I put it this way. I, I like being in a position to support someone else's project or whatever they got going on gotcha or whether you're you're a comedian you know you run you run a bar uh you're an artist like i have no problem saying yo you need to check this out you need to check that guy out you need yeah. to go to that place you need to and um i'd rather be that than be like oh yeah if i'm gonna do that i'm gonna ask you to do this for me yeah you know what i mean that's yeah. that I always felt kind of because the, the salesman kind of dynamic Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, I'm always expecting something back. Yeah. Is it feels weird to me. Yeah, that feels like an empty lifestyle, honestly. Yeah. It's a successful one. That's good business. Mm-hmm. It's good business. To do favors for someone and then ask for favors back and like time your favors so that you could like make moves and all this other nonsense. But it just seems very vapid. And it's like you're wanting to build relationships, but I don't think that you're not you, but like people who do that, who are like, you did me a favor. So like you're building the relationship, not for the relationship. You're building the relationship for yourself. Remember the networking one-on-one talk we had? Mm-hmm. That's just that. It, yeah. It's like the ones that will reciprocate just out of just being a good person. Yeah. Are the ones that matter. Yeah. Because if you come, um, and just to give you some context, um, we had a conversation at Brass Tap about you know how do we how do we how do you as Romo yeah. Romo Romo how do you network with the uh, businesses around mm-hmm. and help each other out yeah and I was like it's building relationship one on one it's like you genuinely want to go out there and talk to them but not in a oh hey how you doing I run the business next door can we do business together because mm-hmm. there as soon as you do that people are like uh yeah you want something for me. Right. You want my time, you want my money, I ain't got none of those things right now. Yeah. But if you if you actually walk up and, you know, either spend a little money or just say hi or hey, how's the family? Or little things like that, mm-hmm. that goes a long way. Right. And no matter who you're dealing with, no matter what um industry even, that's how you build relationships. You become you get closer to somebody. And then you get it back maybe tenfold down the road. Right. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's the down the road and like sometimes years will pass in between first touch and when you feel like, yeah, that's the thing. You just can't even worry about the benefits. You just got to be friendly for friendly's sake. Don't be a dick. That's a secret to life. (laughs) Is it a secret? Yeah. It's not a secret. Everybody, everybody, yeah, it's the key. Like what's the purpose of life? Mm-hmm. Don't be an asshole. Yeah. That's it. You forget that. And then if if everybody just stop and be like, am I being an asshole right now? 
the world will be a better place because everything that goes bad starts with somebody being an asshole. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Is that a huge statement to make? Somebody along the line, relationships, business transactions, um, sports, or someone who just didn't consider the other, or just like, hey, fuck everybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I feel like that's perspective, though. I agree. I agree. Thank but you. I th- <laughs> I'm not philosophizing over it. There's yeah, nothing. Yeah. There's. Oh, I love philosophizing. Is that a word? What'd you say? Philosophizing. 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 That's what I said, too. Philo- philosophy. Philosophizing. 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 Doing philosophy over shit. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I like that, too. Okay. Yeah. I'm saying it's perspective, though, because people just act in a way that they feel like they're the main character of their own story. And so they do stuff that's like, you're an asshole to like everyone else, but to them, they were acting righteous. I think it's very rare that someone does something like, yeah, this is pure evil. Like, I, I <laughs> hey, that's true. <laughs> like, people do that. Like, that's true. Yeah. But if enough. Here I go again. <laughs> she wins. Oh, man. I'm, being a, I'm going to be addicted. Uh, I wake up today. Man, I feel like being an asshole. Oh, that's I feel just. pretty. I feel dickish. I feel like a dick. <laughs> oh. Dear Journal, <laughs> Dear Diary, I, I feel like a dick today. Just like yesterday. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> that is when things go sour. Well, I mean, it, you're, if your intentions are perceived as genuine, mm-hmm. um, because I... You've heard perception is re- perception is reality. Yeah, your thoughts become. Reality. Yeah, so yeah. you can have the best intentions in the world. Mm-hmm. If you come across as an asshole, you're an asshole. Not even just what you just did, because people tend to be like, basically, judge an entire character based on an action. So yes. you, you could do a, a dickish thing, doesn't necessarily make you a dick, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, but. The mind goes to that automatically. Oh, he did that. What a fucking dick. Right. You're like, no, this dickish move, yeah. But just because it, you perceived it that way doesn't make him a bad person. You know what the intentions were. Yeah. The intentions were, were good, but the vehicle was dickish. Yeah. I think it takes a very mature person to see someone do something dickish and go, well, we don't know the circumstances. It's so much easier to be like, he's a dick. Yeah. And that's the end of it. Like, there's not any other conversation. Yeah, dig deeper. Had. With age, that's what happens. Yeah. yeah I mean, you, you know, man, I, I'm, I sound like an old uncle. Uh, when you get to a certain age, Pat, mm-hmm. everybody's come is going to come with some baggage. Something. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, I mean, to the, this, um, this younger generation already has baggage. Yeah. Right. But, you know, the, you're you, you start getting your in your thirties, forties, and you're like, oh yeah, here comes the my job is stressful, my kids are getting on my nerves, my wife's a cunt, and then everybody has something. Yeah, and then so how do you see past that when they say something or react to something? Like, who are you to go? Oh yeah, I, I totally wouldn't react this way. Mm-hmm. If it was me, but you're yeah. like, but you're not them. His wife was a cunt this morning. Yeah. 
So that's how he re- that's why he reacted this way. Does that make him a bad person? No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. But again, the quick thing to say is, yeah, he's being a dick. He's a dick. Yeah, but you have no idea what goes on in his head. Yeah, some people operate without that filter of consideration. Like a lot of people operate without that filter of consideration. Most people don't. Yeah. Most people. I mean, I, I'm not going to. So it's almost like a survival thing to just have it. Just don't have it in the first place. And you'll just be like everybody else and, you know, probably be happier that way. It, it would. I think it would solve so many, so many problems if people just stop for a second and be like, you saw what happened to what's the face. Whoopi Goldberg? Yes. And <laughs> I think that's hilarious. I, I think it is too. I, I think it is too. And I and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm a freedom of speech, you know, warrior. You say whatever you want, whatever just consequences. Mm-hmm. Does that make the person a horrible person? Yeah. To where they deserve death threats and all of that shit? Yeah. No. Nah. I don't blame Whoopi Goldberg. Who do you blame? Oh, you need to blame somebody. If you need to blame somebody, who would you blame? Hitler. It's, yeah. That's an easy, that's, he's such an easy target. Well, yeah. I'm saying I, I'm blaming talk shows as a whole because this team of gals is mm-hmm. tasked with filling an hour of nonsense. Shit, the talk, yeah. Every day. Uh-huh. The view. <laughs> Was that, wasn't that a talk too? Is the view and the talk? Hmm? There's two of them. There's four. There's four on the View. No, no, no. There's two show. There's two shows like The View. There's The View and there's The Talk. I think. Okay. I don't watch that show anyway. Yeah, it's like a it's pretty established TV. format. Though. Yeah, for like, for women just going off on and shit. they just like talk. But that's the thing is that like they just talk. Like it's not like they're like pre-determined uh, notes. It's not like they're doing performance. Right. They're just like talking to each other and mm-hmm. like. How often do friends in a conversation, if you had an hour a day to talk to friends every day and you had to talk about like relevant things, you couldn't be like, how great was, you know, breakfast. Mm -hmm. You had to like talk about relevant in the news things. Like eventually you just like step in it. That's true. Yeah. Because that's just, that's all you can do. Like how many days had you gone in your life without hearing about what they talked about on The View? Most of them. But, like, eventually you just talk so much that you just, like, slip and say some stupid stuff. And that doesn't make Whoopi Goldberg an idiot. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make her take invalid. It just means that, yeah, she was just tasked with to talk. talking. And she did it. And she said something she shouldn't have. But she says stuff that she should say, like, nearly every day. But because everyone is so reactionary, I don't pay attention. I had no idea who the cast of The View was until Whoopi Goldberg said that. The it was like Megan, Megan McCain and uh, oh, Joy yeah. Behar. It's John McCain's daughter. And Joy Behar, Joy Behar. And, and someone else. There was Hasselbeck was on there at one point. Yes. Elizabeth Hasselbeck. I don't watch Who is married to which of the brothers? Tim or Matt? Who? Elizabeth Hasselbeck. Tim or Matt what? Hasselbeck. Oh, I don't know. Because she's married to an NFL, former NFL quarterback, Blank Hasselbeck. They're brothers. They're both bald and they were, were 
I oh, do man. not pay attention to Hassle, to the Hassle. I don't care for the Hasselbacks. But that's what here's what I'm saying. I think Elizabeth Hasselback should not condemn Whoopi's comments. I think she should be glad uh-huh. because now Elizabeth Hasselback is is relevant again. We're talking about her. Oh shit! Yeah, the Holocaust. All right, let, not let, about let, race. Let, let's turn the page of Hasselbacks. And, so, and you saw what happened to Rogan? Yeah, there was some gent or er, er, uh, what's the word for old people? Geriatric. There were some geriatric music artists who pulled their music. Neil Young. Service. Mm-hmm. Neil Young and then some other Neil something. Jody. I don't so know. I'm not, I'm not that old. I'm not that old. Yeah. But somebody else did. Uh, there were like four or five artists that pulled their shit out mm-hmm. because he was spreading quote unquote misinformation about COVID. And then um, there was no way Spotify was going to let him go it's no fucking way yeah but he that that was his argument he did a whole about not apology he's like hey i'm i i will be more balanced moving forward and he's like yeah you understand i've been doing this for 12 years i have thousands of millions of hours out there of me talking and i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about and i just ask questions i'm just Literally talking to smart people smarter than me, mm-hmm. and sometimes I say stupid shit. Yeah, but you're like, yeah, you can be like freedom of speech all day, but yeah, it has consequences. In this day and age, it has consequences. You have to deal with them. Mm-hmm. The 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 luck he has is that yeah, Spotify is going to side with him regardless. Fuck Neil Young, who's listening to Neil Young, right? Right, and Neil's whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, but if tomorrow said Taylor Swift goes, uh, yeah, I agree. No mm-hmm. remove this shit or Jay Z. I just has title. I don't know another but big yeah, the, artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they'll they might think twice. Mm-hmm. They might think twice because it, it it becomes liability. He posted something today, uh, an apology for saying the N word. Who did Rogan? Oh yeah. So somebody oh. he actually had a bit about it. About somebody made a, a, a minute long clip of him just saying nigga over and over again, like mm-hmm. over hundreds of different podcasts. Yeah. Right? Just totally out of context. Just right. nigga, 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 nigga. Just Rogan saying that, right? And so today he posted a, a video going, hey, there's a video out there. Someone made a compilation of me saying the N word. And I didn't say N word, I actually said the word nigga because I was talking about a Richard Pryor bit or I was talking about Lenny Bruce or I was talking about. Uh, how it, they, it's used in rap or whatever. And it's like, it makes me sick to my stomach. I apologize for saying that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, but you gotta, there, there's a, um, it's hard, it's a fine line when you're that influential mm-hmm. and you want to be like, kind of carefree about what you say. Don't get me wrong. I think people who listen to Rogan, who listen, who listen to John Stewart when he had the Daily Show, and and took that as yeah, that's that's my news source, or yeah, Joe Rogan is my doctor. When Joe, what Joe Rogan says is totally what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. That's you. Yeah, you're being an idiot, right? You know, and when 270 doctors from all over the world write a letter to Spotify saying yeah, Rogan is spreading mis- the misinformation. Mm-hmm. That means something, but I, I don't know. With that, with that much power, yeah. 
comes responsibility. Well, I don't want to quote Spider Man, but that's okay. No, it is. With great power come great responsibility. Uncle back. <laughs> that was the perfect, perfect punchline for this long rant. Like if, what would you do? Yeah, no, you can't be both, though. You can't be the guy that's worried about what people say to you and also be the free-flowing podcaster. Like you can't be both. No, he's trying you to be both. can't talk if you're... Yeah, that's what I'm... Yeah, like, you can't. You can't. You just have to either speak your mind and... I've heard a clip of Joe Rogan saying the N-word, and I listened to the whole clip, and I was like, wow, that's pretty much, like, as close to, like, a perfect setup to, like not even get away with it, but to say it and not have any hatred behind it at all. Right. Like he was really just talking about words you can't say. I don't know who was on the podcast with him, but like, yeah, you can't be the guy that has full range of range of conversation and also be the person that's worried about what people will think. Well, I think you're starting to realize that, yeah, this, my words actually influence people and the narrative. And I'm has all, he hasn't he earned that though? I think he has. I don't think it was intentional, right? To, for him to get there, yeah. But also, if everything he says gets scrutinized and becomes a headline, mm-hmm. there's a problem right there. Yeah, it's like there's tons of things you could be talking about, mm-hmm. right? And you know how the news cycle works in this country, where there's one story, there's one narrative. And everybody picks it up. It's like something happens and on Twitter, it's the same joke over and over and over again. I don't know if you're active on Twitter or if you lurk on Twitter, but that's pretty much, if something's trending, it's the same joke that hundreds of people are making about the exact same subject, Mm -hmm. right? And you're like, okay, so this is the story now. There's like a, maybe a two day window. Mm-hmm. Where that's what everybody, the late night talk shows, the MSNBC, right. CNN, Don Lemon is going to say something about it, mm-hmm. you know, and then whoever has a podcast is going to talk about it right then and there, make all the jokes, all the jokes they can yeah. and on to the next thing. Right. But it's this constant feeding of narrative and of really irrelevant information when you think about it, when there's bigger things to talk about. I would think, mm-hmm. but it's this this constant, like feed the beast kind of dynamic. I think that's not helping at all. Yeah, where when you when you get your news, when the news gets its news from Twitter, right? You know, yeah. when the news gets its news from well, somebody says something stupid, why don't we talk about that all day? And mm-hmm. every show. Is going to talk about that. It's going to have 15 minutes. Sean Haney's going to say something. And then Don Lemon is going to say something. And I'm like, yeah. all right, what else? Yeah, and it's the exhausting. News, the news isn't the news. The news is a ratings grab. It is. You want to put on stuff that's sensational and you want to put on stuff that grabs people's attention. Because if you were just like, every day you're like, well, China's still killing Muslims and there's a genocide still going on here. And uh, what else? Uh, and then you just like talked about like things that were like kind of important. Kind of, you would think is. Yeah. Yeah. Like that wouldn't get, no one would watch that because it would just be kind of the same news every day. It would be the same news every day. And 
it's just malformed, like how people like get their news, which is just like other people's. I mean, how would you even define news at this point? Is it just like your interpretation of the outside world? Like things that don't have to do with you. Well, it's not. It's more opinion and commentary now. Yeah, so it's crazy. So if if you and we all know MSNBC versus Fox and so on, we all we all get that. But the top rated shows are the ones where this dude on the TV just saying what's on his mind. Mm-hmm. Hi, my name is Sean Hannity. Yeah, you know uh, I'm Don Lemon, and I'm you know Joe Scarborough, and this is what I think. And yeah. people are like, oh, this is what he thinks, so it must be right, yeah. whatever. And, really and, and you're like, no. But if someone came up and said, okay, today this happened, that happened, this happened, that happened, you should know about this too. Oh, yeah. And then somebody, you know, some countries at war, blah, 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 blah. You'd be like, eh, I don't, I want to know what's in your, I don't, I want to know how you feel about this subject and that will make me feel a certain way. Yeah. That's not the news's job though. The news is just to report the thing. Should be. Yeah. You know, in, in uh, growing up in, in in France, every so you had the one o'clock news mm-hmm. on the on the main channels, mm-hmm. the three main channels. You had the one o'clock news and the eight o'clock news. Uh, the one o'clock news is way more. It's about what happened la- the day before, and then it's way more like lighthearted. They they would do a segment at the end of the news and be like, oh, let's go into this whole French town and see the crepes and how they make them. And it's like a 10-minute segment about the crepes right. in this small town. But you knew that well, that's what that was. Yeah. The 8 o'clock news was a little more serious, right? This is what happened today. This is what you need to know, blah, blah, blah. It's like what? The whole bulletin is, I don't know, about 30 minutes or so, mm-hmm. right? But you're not getting talking heads. It's not the boxes like, oh, political analysts, blah, 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 is going to come and tell us what to think. Yeah. You know? And so I feel like they, overall, they do a better job overseas of doing that, mm-hmm. in Europe especially, but more and more, it's the, hey, I'm my name is blah, 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 and I'm going to tell you, Sean Hannity style, yeah. what I think, and that's how you're going to think about this subject. Mm-hmm. So it's getting there. It's really scary. That's the word. I'll be dead. I'll be gone by the time. God damn it. <laughs> You're not going to be gone. Your just consciousness is going to be in a robot. And... I'll be fine. I'll be in the NBA yeah. and I'll win my Mark Twain award with your head on. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be busy breaking the three point record with Steph Curry's <laughs> body. Oh, shit. If, if actually, if you want a good news source, mm-hmm. if you want one, mm-hmm. I'll give you one. Um, I'm a big advocate of France 24. Okay. It is based in France, but they have in like four different languages. Mm-hmm. And it's 24 hours on YouTube. You can watch it for free. And every 30 minutes, there's like a seven minute bulletin about here's what's going on. But if you watch it, Every 30 minutes for three hours, it's the exact same thing. Good. And then shit happens, and then they go, okay, now it's a different one. But in between that, they have little shows about, hey, here's what's going on in in Africa. Here's what's going on, if you care. Here's how they have a whole show about, uh, oh, here's what women around the world are up to as women. Or here's what's going on in tech. Here's what's going on in the press. And you're like, okay, I, I get the gist of it. By the time you walk away... You've watched that. You're like, okay, I learned something. I can go on by, by my day. 
Yeah. But when you're like stuck on, I'm going to watch Rachel Maddow and then whoever comes next and whoever comes next, you're like, how many times you hear the same story? Exactly. You're just from three different heads. Exactly. But there's so many Americans, just to speak from uh, my own perspective, like my dad just like sits in front of a TV. My dad is too. Just watches the same channel and just and takes the same information with the same opinions attached. You wonder how many people like that exist, but like it like matters. Like if you talk to him, he just repeats what the television tells him to about subjects. And it should it should be a seven minute. What you were saying, it should be a seven minute bulletin, mm-hmm. and then that's it. You know, go about your day. You know, take a walk outside. Fucking go see your family and friends and loved ones, and do something valuable to society. Work your job. Uh, go have fun, and we'll let you know if there's anything new tomorrow. Like, yeah, that's pretty much it. Rather than consistent, yeah, it's just a ratings battle, and like, I think that's why Rogan is so popular is because he's very eloquent in how uh, much he despises that sort of thing, and it's just instead just a conversation. Just you get to sneak in and watch Joe Rogan speak to this very smart person, mm-hmm. a very funny person. And they just talk about whatever. And it's the same in any conversation. You could hear your moron, like, aunt or brother-in-law talk about whatever. And you could just off-put, like, I don't want to hear about this. And you just don't take it in. You don't participate. Mm -hmm. But when you watch something, it feels like more of a participation than when you're in conversation. You don't care about what's being spoken about. Because you could divert your attention to something else. You're watching it. You're watching it. And, yeah, that's... Something that doesn't have a punchline, but no, no, it doesn't need a punchline. We're just talking here. Yeah, uh, but if if you think about, like, he was able to prove in the era of short term, like, uh, short memory span, that having a three hour conversation is actually valuable. Mm-hmm. Where when you're talking about when you're talking to people who are either experts at what they do or didn't know what the fuck they're talking about. Whether yeah. you're a chef, you're a scientist, you're a uh, Navy SEAL or MMA fighter, whatever that is, right? But that's what I think there's a sense of respect when you talk to somebody who's passionate, has a passion about something. Like I can, I don't think for, I don't, I don't know shit about knitting. Yeah. But if someone sat across from me and broke down the art of knitting, I could listen to that for three hours. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because this person is so passionate about it, it will make me feel like, oh, there's a whole world around knitting, not just boring ass old people doing this and, you know. Right. And I, I respect that and I, and I get that. And I think that's what he's, he's been able to do. Mm-hmm. If you go back a little bit, you're um, the one that I can think of that really did that was Howard, Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. When he went to Sirius, he was like, yeah, I, I can have two hours you know, with this rock star or whoever the guest is. I mean, it's mostly music or comedians or whatever. It wasn't like scientists, not, but still mm-hmm. like really get an engaging conversation with somebody who knows what they're talking about and be able to really dig into whatever the subject is, but be genuinely curious about it. Right. And so, um, uh, Fast forward to the Joe Rogan era, and you're like, yeah, the same way Howard Stern got in trouble for his shit, 
Now it's your turn to get <laughs> in trouble right. for your shit. But I don't have a punchline for that either. But yeah. I think I, I think that the whether you talk about Twitter or TikTok or this like, oh, I just want this now and that now and that now. Like, oh, actually I can sit down for three hours or drive and listen to something and learn get something out of it. Right. Very valuable. I mean, we've been talking for an hour and a half. Have you learned anything? Yeah, plenty. I'm glad I know about the bridges with the air going under. Yeah. You say, <laughs> you say when you're asked to just quick any word, you usually say dick. True. It's very valuable that I learned that. Uh, if, if it does turn into a bit, so. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. All right. Do you have a dope shit you want to share? You know what dope shit is? Sure. Remember that? Oh, it's just like... Something cool you think people should know about. Oh, That's yeah, not yeah. about you. Yeah, you already plugged your shit earlier, like halfway through the show. Yeah. It just felt like a good time to do it. It's fine. You can do it again. I'll, my, I'll let you do it again. I think... Well, a couple things. I think... Well, this episode won't release in time. But the African Cup is tomorrow. Yeah. And it's exciting anytime a whole continent plays a soccer tournament. I think that's worthy of attention. It's February, March. Do you, do you follow the um, the Premier League and uh, mm-hmm. French League and all that? Mm-hmm. Wow. Do you have Fubo TV or something? No. How do you watch I'm, it? Yeah, I'm able to follow it just through. My Instagram is literally just clips of comedy and soccer highlights. Okay. Uh, so I like follow a couple soccer accounts. I will like watch highlights of the games if it's like big clubs. I support Tottenham, but that's not dope shit. It's, Do you support Austin FC? Have you seen him play yet? I watched it on TV. I haven't gone to a game. Uh, I never watched the game. Honestly, yeah. I know there's one Senegalese player on it. Oh yeah, yeah, Musa Jite. What position is he? No idea. Damn. That's okay. how. That's how. <laughs> So interested I am. Yeah. Now I do want to go and, and check it out. But that's what sucks about like watching big club soccer and international soccer at a high level is you try to watch these guys play and it's like soccer's not the same as other sports. Like I could watch like minor league baseball and have a really good time because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. But when guys who aren't that good at soccer play, it's not that exciting. That's true. I'd rather just play myself at that point. Just that comedy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but the when you watch a Premier League match, you say match in English, right? Not game. You say match. I will usually just say game, just so everyone else follows along with. Me. Oh, okay, I true. agree it is a match. Yeah, but so people follow along with me, I'll say game. All right, so yeah. say a Premier League match. I know Manchester Liverpool. It's like a whole other level. Yeah, and you're. I don't have. I never had a favorite team. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though I grew up in France, I would be for Paris because that's the that's where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, but I just like a good match game mm-hmm. for those who don't follow. Um, where it's it's a lot of back and forth, a lot of opportunities. Uh, the I, I saw the highlights from the um, it was Egypt Cameroon. Mm-hmm. Did you watch that? No. So Cameroon is the, is the hosting country for the African Cup, right? And uh. It went to overtime and then penalty kicks and oh, Cameroon lost. Oh, damn. Didn't they lose quick? Did I see that? That there was only like a free? I mean, so you got to shoot five. Oh, damn. Okay. So you got to shoot five, but they missed twice. So that was over. 
Yeah, so it was mathematically over. Before yeah, yeah. There, there was no way it would come back. Yeah. Damn. Okay. And so the host and country didn't make it, and people were just crushed. I mean, as you would think. Mm-hmm. Um, all that to say, like I, I like a good game. Actually, in any sport it could be basketball. I don't like a blowout. Yeah, it's just not fun. But I, I appreciate the the part in soccer that I really appreciate is. And again, football for those who are not following, um, is the buildup, right? It's the and 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 football, American football. There is a process to get to the end, right? Yeah. And but it's it's too choppy. It stops too much. Okay. That's my beef. That's my beef with with American football. The reason why you can't put a any any soccer fan in front of a TV, let alone go to a game and watch a football, American football game, is because that shit's it's three hours long, but you, it stops every three seconds. Yeah. You can't appreciate anything. Yeah. But in soccer, football, with the foot, it's fluid. Mm-hmm. It goes left. It goes right. It's, there's opportunities. There's People bitch when the time stops. Yeah. And whatever, whatever time that stopped, you get it back at the end. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um... But I, I like the fluidity of it. I like the, oh, we're going to build. I mean, the field's huge, of course. But these are guys who are like top level, like physical condition. Yeah. To be able to run up and down the field for 90 minutes. Like you yeah. take any NFL player, they can't do that. Mm-hmm. Right? right. So these are the top, these guys are at the top of their, you know, physical abilities and they're doing this thing. And you watch the build up, and then you get the reward, or you don't. Mm-hmm. But it's still—I don't know. It, it doesn't have the same like a, a, a football touchdown. Yeah, is not as rewarding to me as a goal in soccer. Right, I agree. And I don't think I can I can like explain that to a football American football fan. Well, I think it's like frequency that like the touchdown in a football game could happen like five times for a team. Right, right. It's very rare that a soccer team, even if they're kicking the other team's ass, scores five times. American football is like if you – it's like just like brute force. I've been to an NFL game and it like kind of sucked. <laughs> what game was because it? I went to the – I was at the Giants' home stadium and they were playing the Eagles and they did lose. But like there were moments where it was fun but like – yeah, it was just they go and then they stop. And it's true if you watch any football game. It's like kind of just if you're not invested in the teams, it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. It's like hard to watch in person. On TV, it's perfect. American football was – American football and TV, like what a great marriage between those two things. Why? Because of the commercials? Yeah. So it, it, it So gets, you can go to the bathroom and eat some more chips? Like what's the – Yeah, and grab a beer and like whatever is like your thing in between. And like it also like feels like the moment is building up more. It's like, oh shit, when we come back, it's third and five and they have 50 yards to go until they score a touchdown and they're down by three and there's only, you know, two minutes left in the second quarter. Uh-huh. Like there's more game management in football and it feels more important because there are so many breaks. Like it, Like the tension builds – because there's so many breaks uh-huh. in a football game. And there is game man- – like in a soccer game, the only game management is at the end of the game you just like dribble it to the corner flag and just like box people out to be like a dick. Right. Like, <laughs> and that's rubbing off on me. I'm saying, yeah. Dick rub fuck. Um, 
but like, yeah, American football just feels like people punching each other in the face. It's like, I punched you three good times. Let me do it again. They go, okay. <laughs> I, you get to do it again. But yeah, soccer is just nonstop. I, it's just like full action. And it's like cracking a safe. Like when you score a goal. Yes, like a I like safe. that. I like that. Yeah. I like that analogy. You have to try different things. You have to yes. go different ways. Sometimes the way you score is like, it's usually a, a way of trying to score that you hadn't tried the whole game. And you just, fuck it. Let me just, you know, send this ball in and see what happens. And that's usually when the goal happens. It's I like the cracking the safe analogy. Yeah, because like it's hard enough that you're using your damn feet. And the goal is considerably large, but it's like. It, it's big. Like just think about like just looking at a soccer. I'll 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 get you on one of these. Looking at a football pitch, dude. And just seeing <laughs> how big the field actually is, and just thinking, damn, like these guys work together to take this stupid ball using their dumb feet and heads <laughs> and bodies, no arms. Yep, can take it all the way and like make and get it by this guy who can use his hands. <laughs> yeah, and this and it's a lot of area to cover. Just a little ass guy. Mm-hmm. Who can hopefully all they can do really to be a good goalkeeper? You gotta be able to touch the the bar, okay? Really, because yeah. it's yeah, you it's can't huge. Do the whole thing. It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's like those poor guys in a handball when you're like, yeah, you have all this. The goal is still small, but you got yeah. What a worthless position <laughs> that is. Just like, a goalie in a handball game. I mean, those balls good are coming God. at like full clip at your yeah, face, right? And you think you can stop it because exactly. you got gloves on? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. But you know what? I think that the um, every time I watch the football game, and I'm going to sound really stupid right now, and forgive me if you're a football fan. Actually, this is my perspective. Fuck yeah, you. Um, so they run all these plays. Like when you play Madden, you see all these like formations. Okay, you're going to run to the right, and dude's going to run to the back, and it's going to. And every time I watch it, I'm like, this is not a joke. Why don't you just run around? They always go down the middle. Right. But I'm like, that's where everybody is. Just okay. run around and where everybody's at. But as soon as they run to the middle, they get stopped. And they're like, okay, now we got to stop again. Yeah. Don't think you have better chances of running to the side around everybody? Well, if you run to the side, you're like... It's t- not the quick... Okay. Time is passing as you're running to the side, like it takes time to get to the side uh-huh. means the defender could get out that way too. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, you don't see, plus it's also like the same thing in soccer where you wouldn't try the same idea over and over again. Like if you keep running like pitches to the outside or like plays to the outside, like eventually the defense will just like key on that. And I think the athletes in football are so explosive now. And like, you could say that they match up, but like, I don't think the offensive linemen in football right now are as good as the defensive linemen. Like, just like skill. Because a defense team is an offense team, right? Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. I mean, like, on the field at any one point. Oh, okay, okay. And overall, I think defensive linemen are, like, better and more athletic than offensive linemen because you can't, you can't take steroids anymore. <laughs> I'm serious. They can just stop, stop it on their tracks. It's yeah, I think it's in. Yeah, I think an offensive lineman taking steroids used to be really good, uh-huh. like like perfect. But now that you can't, like the human body is just better built to be a defensive end than an offensive tackle. So I just I'm I'm passionate about American football. Oh, right, so that, that too. What about baseball? Yeah, I'm, I learned to love baseball later in life. You can learn to love baseball. I t- Hell yeah, dude! All it Stops takes too usually, much. 
Mm, Again. There's more action in a well. It's actually your same argument, but there is more action in a in an average major league baseball game than an average NFL game. More action in a ma- from from like the whistle to the whistle, mm-hmm. from the time that we are now playing the game to the time that we've now stopped. You said little league. Well, what what league? Baseball. Major. Oh, major league. Okay. Yeah. Then an NFL game. Mm-hmm. I said MLB. Oh, MLB. Which okay. Is yeah, I know there's like two different ones, and then there isn't there like a. I've been in this country 23 years, y'all. I still don't know this shit. There's a team that's only like 20 minutes from here too. What? The minor league team. Oh, minor the minor league baseball team. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. The Express. That's all I know, man. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Too that's, slow. that's how you know I don't follow sports at all. Like yeah. it's like, oh, there's a good game going on. I'll watch it. Yeah. If it's good. Yeah. If it's actually, you know. I enjoyed the uh, what's the the game I wa- I watched a football game a full football game the other day last Sunday mm-hmm. it was the not the Rams the one before that the Bengals and the Chiefs yeah Kansas City mm-hmm. yeah and I was like okay yeah it stops every once in a while but I like a okay they actually they were losing and then they came back like I appreciate that just as a appreciation of any sport yeah like I can appreciate that mm-hmm. um. Took a long time though. To appreciate it? Yeah. 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 And I'm like I get it. I get the passion. Uh and I respect the passion. It's just not not for me. I don't have that I don't have that patience, I guess. <laughs> to watch and, and I'll watch the Super Bowl because it's a thing to do. Yeah, and that's entertainment throughout as well. Like it is. Yeah. It you're is. watching a commercial that costs a million dollar a er, second. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. So you know that the production value is going to be there, or at least they're going to try. Yeah. There'll be a Doritos. There'll be a beer one. Thomas J. Henry, that fucking lawyer who's like. Dude, I just, I want someone to hit me with a fucking truck. What? And break my spine with the amount of money that these guys are able to get. Isn't he local? Yeah, he has offices all throughout Texas. Thomas J. Henry. Yeah, and he looks like a supervillain. villain. Like in his in his commercials with a suit on, with never smiles. Yeah, again, I think that's just the marketing they're making so much. But money. he has commercials during the Super Bowl. Yeah, and he crosses that's his fun. arms. Yeah, yeah. That no, guy. Okay, so those are local commercials though. That that's not that's not playing throughout the nation. It's still a lot of money. Oh yeah, to get that airtime. Right. Fuck. Yeah, but they make so much money off of those people getting paralyzed and whatever else. There will be a there was a billboard i saw for him that the money that they won mm-hmm. i forget the actual amount but it was this phenomenon called kerning where if two things are too close together it's like thinking the letter b looks like the number 13 and that's saying? that's an argument in court no i'm okay <laughs> this is a you had to really let me talk but uh they kerned two of the things together to make it look like the client got so much money, Uh but they did this to make it look like the client made so much money. In fact, they made like way less than what it looked like on the billboard. (laughs) Just great, just great marketing. But he's won, he's won, I think he's won like close to like a hundred million dollars in a case before. I I believe it. I mean, we got that kind of scratch. We're in the wrong line of work. If the universe speaks and now focus on Mark Twain. Thank you. Focus on, I, I hope. Yeah, but people get hit by trucks every day. And that's going to stop you? Oh, no, I'm just saying that 
that's a good lawyer business. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Into. Yep. You know, do you want to be a divorce lawyer? Do you want to be a like a like a real estate lawyer? Do you want to be a hit bike truck lawyer? Look, if you're looking for a job, yeah. I mean, not if you are looking for a job, mm-hmm. a job that's like essential that people will need. I don't care. It's not seasonal or nothing. Things like HVAC, plumber. Yeah. Like those motherfuckers. Trade. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. you're going to need me regardless. Some shit's going to happen. You just went through a mini snow po- ice apocalypse. I don't know if there's a name yeah. for it yet. And yeah, you're going to need my ass. I take care of your lawn. I do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you don't want to get into, you know, years and years of study and law school and all that bullshit, it's like, yeah, it's, do something that I can do regardless of where I'm at and, yeah. and I make good money doing it. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Look at Lando. Yeah. It's very true. It's his own business. Yeah. He came here and, <laughs> and, uh, we oh, did. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I flooded my, within a week of owning this house, I, really? I flooded my, uh, laundry room. If you call that a room. What was it that made it flood? Oh, it's stupid. The return hose on the washer wasn't plugged in. Oh, okay. So I did an entire load and all the water just spilled all over the place. And then I called Lando and he's like, yeah, I'll be there in 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Came through, sucked the whole, all the water out and I'm like, yeah, I won't need you. Mm-hmm. So good for him. Yeah. That's a job that always carries. Well, I thought you were going to say your pipes burst because you took dinosaur shits or that you used too much toilet paper. You wish. You stuff it, stuff it, down there. It's actually dumber how than much that. stuff you could put down there. Like That's a lot of... That's so much, and then you would try to. You just see the poops my my son makes. It's incredible. It's pretty impressive. You see the poops your son makes? Of course I do. Who's got to wipe his ass? It's four. He just turned four. I think by four you're. Aren't you potty trained by four? Potty trained is one thing. Wiping your own ass is another. You would know. Potty trained is that you actually don't go in your pants. Yeah, that you know that there's a designated spot. for Yeah, you go there, and you're like, "Hey, mommy, daddy, come wipe my butt." And then after, I don't know what the age cutoff is, but when he yeah. goes, hey, I can do it myself. Okay, you do it yourself. Right. And you make sure he does it right. Yeah. This uncle back giving you advice again. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That was a dope shit. That was a long <laughs> dope shit. Dope shit was back's son's <laughs> wiping of his ass. You know what? Let me say this. Uh, I'll, I'll, I love this kind of podcast. Yeah. Because we can start. I forgot how, where we started, and then we end up with my son about my son's poop. You asked me what I wanted to have for lunch. That's right. Mm-hmm. That was just a mic check, and then we went all, all over the place. Uh, my dope shit. Um, besides my son's poop size. Uh, oh, actually, it's not dope. It's I watched the. Uh, I love Reno Nine One One as a show. Mm-hmm. I love the premise. The, I think the gags are funny as shit. They made a movie on Paramount Plus. New Reno nine one one, the hunt for QAnon. It is horrendous. Bad. I wasn't high enough to watch that, Damn. but I'm sure I am positive that if you get blasted, it's funny as hell. It's so ridiculous. It it's is, not on you to get high though. Huh? It's it's not up to you to have to get high to enjoy the movie. The movie should just be good. Yeah, but you know, I, I have so much love and so much hope. Mm-hmm. Because I love the show, yeah. And I was like, I give it a shot. And usually, I don't watch a movie in multiple sittings, oh, but I had to stop halfway and be like, I got to play the PlayStation. I come back to this when I have, I, I don't want to think. Yeah. And I came back the next day and finished it, and I was just like, Yeah, I, I, I like all the people in there. 
And, but holy crap, talking about low budget. Pat Oswald is in it. Pat Oswald was in the first he's, one as well. He used to be in the show. He was in the show. Yeah, he was in the show. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of comics were, were there, but uh, holy crap, literally. But get high, watch it, enjoy it. If you got nothing to do. group of people. They started as improv partners in college. Really? Thomas Lennon, um, Ben Garland, uh, Nancy, um, not Nancy Nash, but there's another lady, Nancy, um, and Ben Garcia. Something Garcia. Yeah, they were all in like an improv group in college, and they all like pursued comedy still after college. Uh That's the same with the people who made What Hot American Summer. They were pretty much all in the same. You don't know about White Hot American Summer? I just said I didn't. Okay. I should? You should. That's your second dope shit? Yeah, my second dope shit is White Hot American Summer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I'll add that to the list. The list is getting long. Shit. I I went off on a... I I watched the... uh, I, I went off on a... Like a rabbit hole with a friend. We're talking about Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. Here's another dope shit. There's a documentary called The Movies uh, on HBO Max. And it, mm-hmm. it's like the movie industry by decades. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. Yeah. And we watched the 80s one. Okay. And it's interviews with uh, uh, Spielberg, uh, Scorsese. So they talk about all the big blockbuster, not even blockbuster movies, just good, generally good movies from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And it went from... Uh, you know, like Die Hard, you know, to Eddie Murphy and that interviews of all these people. I thought it, I thought it was dope. Yeah, it went into this rabbit hole about Bruce Willis, and I'm like, has anybody seen Hudson Hawk? I've never seen. I don't even. I haven't heard of that. Hudson Hawk. It, it was very. It wasn't rated well, but I think it's funny. And I had the VHS tape. I saw it in French, of course, but the the there's there's um. What I loved about it is that the guy's a thief. He just wants to have a cappuccino. That's the the whole movie. It's like he's a thief, but he just wants to. Have, every time he would try to have a cappuccino, something comes up and he can't have it. Yeah. Like a bullet shoots through or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's a thief. And every when he goes and steals shit, they sing. So they sing side by side the song mm-hmm. and they're like storming a fortress, him and his buddy. Yeah. And I'm like, I love that shit. So yeah. Hudson fucking Hawk. Okay. And there was an NES game too, back in the 80s. Okay. So I'm just saying that, just cause, just to say that, check out Hudson Hawk, that's my other dope shit. Hudson Hawk. Yeah. Um, all right, where can people follow you, all that good stuff? Do you want to say your shows again? Yes, I will be at Cass Moreno. It's Josh Castro's show at uh, or February 19th. Would I be out by then? Maybe. But yeah. And then I have Alden Schaub's Indian Roller show the last Thursday of February. And then Marcy doing Schutze's show. March 10th, I'm doing Jack Schutze's Brewery Show. Sweet. All right. I think, uh, yeah, two hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I told you it was going to be a long one. This is great. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. As always, make sure you follow the feedback everywhere if you're listening up till now. If you haven't lost track with the consciousness and bodies and robots and dick talk, congratulations. You made it through. Uh, yeah, go back to the archives, check it out. Pat, thank you so much. Good luck with everything, your Very projects. Nice. I really appreciate you. You're a second timer. There'll be a third timer and a fourth timer if I can keep this shit going. 
but the list is long. Uh, thank you so much. We'll talk to you next time, Pat. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. Bye.